everyone. Welcome to Bully Food, the podcast where we discuss everything to do with being bullied and how to make it stop. I'm Kelly Sorg, your host, and today we are going to be looking at one of our guiding principles. It's important to have more than just tips on how to deal with something like a bully. You want to have principles that you can fall back on when you get lost or you get you get upset or you or you feel like you've had a setback. If you have a principle in your mind, a way of being, a, mo- a, a code of conduct, a way that you are going to be no matter what, it will help you to glide through the situations where you forget what to say or you you maybe have to figure out a certain situation on your own that, that I haven't talked about and nobody really knows how to handle. You'll use the principles for that. So this, this principle today, we've talked about a little bit before, and we're going to spell it out in great detail today. The principle is less is more. So obviously you want to give the bully less because they're trying to get something out of you. They're trying to get a rise out of you. And if you're, if you hold off on the bully food, you're going to be giving them less, right? Um, but let's go into that. So why would less attention make the bully back off if you give them less attention? Well, they're looking for social status, the way that they're, their negative behaviors and the negative way they're treating you. They're trying to show other people actually that they have control over someone, that they can manipulate someone, that they can, they can pull all kinds of nonsense and that people will go along with it. They are not trying to change your mind about them. They are trying to change other kids who they're trying to impress. And so if you give them less attention when they do these things, it's not going to create the social capital or the status that they're looking for. And if you give them a smaller reaction than they were hoping for, they're not going to end up with the power that they wanted. So the other side of that is the kind of work or energy you put into the bully when they're not even around. Remember that if you focus on them, you think about them, you build them up in your mind and you anticipate them as much more awful or scary or more of an emergency than they really are, then you are actually doing them a huge favor because you're, you're building them up to something that they aren't even, they aren't even capable of being, but you've imagined it. And so you give them power by imagining that they have that power. And last of all, the less you do, the less you say, the less you think about them, the more energy you have for other things and mainly the more energy you have for yourself. So when you think about this principle, less is more, you're thinking the less you give them, the less they get, but even better that doing less about this bully diminishes them in your mind and also in your life. Okay. If you can, if you can start to diminish them in your mind, you're going to diminish them in your life. And that's the power. Um, just think about kids who are not being bullied by them. Do you think that kids who are not being bullied by the bully are spending time thinking about them or, or are giving this a lot of attention, thinking about what they're going to do, how they're going to handle it? No, they, the kids the bully leaves alone, the, they don't, they, those kids barely think about the bully. 
And what you want to do is maybe look at the things that the kids who are being left alone are doing and copy some of the things that they do. There's, there's, uh, it's always a great idea. If you see someone being successful at something you want to be successful at to, to copy them and build habits around things that you notice they're doing that are successful. You've got to remember that every kid deals with this bully but not every kid gets bullied by that bully. And so copy the kids who look like they're skating by without dealing with the bully that much. That's, if you can change your behavior to be more like those kids, the odds are this bully is going to move on from you. So we will, I think, need to do a full episode later on about how to use uh, examples from kids who are having no problem with this bully Uh how you can find different things about them. And I'll give you some ideas about what has worked for my students. Um, some general things I notice about kids who are not there, there might be a bully in their class, but they're not having to deal with that bully. Um, I will, I will go into that at a different time, but for today, let's just keep this, keep our focus on this idea that less is more. And what I want you to always think about when you're, when you're, trying to figure out what less really means is keep it about yourself. This isn't about the bully. What you do and say is about you. It's always about you. It's for you and it is your power. So the heart of the principle really is that less for the bully is more for you. Okay. Not just that it less is more, but that the less you do related to them, the more you get back for yourself. And that, so that's the theory, but I want to give you some ideas of how to actually play it out in real life. Um, so let's go into how, how do you do less is more first you, you probably are a fairly conscientious person, thoughtful, And maybe, maybe you're not so much, but if you are like a lot of people who are concerned and, and worry about how others treat them and how, how they fit in people like that sometimes get bullied and really you probably have a feeling that you need to make an effort with people, with other people. And you might need to break this habit when it comes to the bully and maybe even others, um, it's okay for you to make a small effort when you know someone just a little bit and especially a bully. If, if somebody's being unkind and negative toward you, making a big effort for them, it, it just doesn't make sense. So, but if you're conscientious and kind, you might just automatically make an effort with other people, a kind effort. Um, you might you might really look at what you're doing, trying to make sure that you are um, being as kind as possible to them or, or giving them their way on some level. Um, you need to stop that when it comes to the bully. You just need to reverse that habit if that's something that you're doing. It's fine to give plenty of effort and make, make a strong effort for friends and family, people that you love and people that you have fun with, but when it comes to someone who's being unkind and negative, you don't want to put a lot of effort into them. So after you've broken the habit, if necessary, of 
thinking you need to put in a great amount of effort for the bully, then you need to open your mind to the, to the fun of the principle. So it's fun to cut the bully off from what they want because they are being, they are taking what you want away from you. They're taking away your peace and your dignity and your, um, your happiness at school, your confidence at school. So you should get into the idea of taking something back from them. Okay. And once you've adjusted the amount of effort you're willing to put toward them, now you should start enjoying withholding it. And it might be difficult at first to change your behavior. A lot of most people struggle in some ways to change, but once you do, you're going to find it's really fun to take away from certain people, um, especially people who are taking from you. The third thing to do is to start imagining scenarios where you back off from the bully, where you say less and less, even going into the nonverbals we've been practicing, or even going as far as telling the bully you don't care, saying it doesn't matter, you're, you, I don't care about you, and you actually mean it instead of just saying it, but it's clear that you're, everything you're doing is caring about what they're doing. If you can get to the point where you really don't care and you can tell them that straight to their face, this is perfect. And if, if, if you're only at the point of imagining doing that, that's fine because you're, everything you imagine on some level in subconscious parts of your brain, you are seeing that as really happening. And the more you imagine things, the more prepared you will be to carry them out later on. Okay. So if the bully comes to your mind and you get bored immediately, or you want to think about something else, this is a really good sign. You want to, you want to imagine yourself being bored by them, telling them that you don't care what they're doing and actually meaning it, giving them as little as possible. And once you've practiced this in your mind, it becomes a lot more possible to do in real life, in reality. So once you get an idea that you're going to do this, at least in your imagination, then you have to look at the fourth thing, which is that less does not mean nothing. Okay. Less is doing something, but doing the least amount possible. And if you do nothing, you leave yourself open a lot of the time. And I don't mean if the bully is in a different classroom and you haven't even seen them all day, then you don't need to go out there and say some rude thing to them. Obviously you don't need to do anything if they've not, if they've not even been around you that day. Right. But if you are having a direct confrontation with the bully, you have to do something. If you don't do anything, it's kind of like giving up. Okay. So you have to do less than nothing. And what that means is you need to suck the life out of the moment. Anytime the bully is around, you need to ask yourself, what is the least amount I can do in response to them? Is it one lousy word or maybe a, maybe one little sentence, maybe just a gesture or a cue, or it could be something like a sigh. Simple as looking away. Do nothing, but doing nothing in a direct confrontation is, is like giving up. So you have to, you have to do a tiny little thing, but the action that you take, the important thing about it, the key is that the amount of action is 
minuscule, the least amount possible. And the reason, the, the difference here is that when you do nothing, it can communicate that you're scared. And when you do the least amount possible, it communicates you're willing to do something in response. You are willing to respond to the bully, but you don't care about them because you're only willing to do the least amount possible in, in reaction to them or in response to them. And that you want to make sure that when the bully doesn't confront you directly, you don't have to do anything. At this point, do nothing. There might be a time when you become more confident and you feel like going on the offensive a little bit and maybe maybe doing something to them first to show them that not only will you defend yourself, but you might even go as far as to offend them. Um, we don't know. You might never you might never need to or want to go to that level, but some people do. Um, but for now, you want to respond with as little as possible when they directly confront you. And if you, once you've got all of your, you've got your mind wrapped around all of this, you, you have imagined yourself facing them with as little as possible. And you have understood that you need to do at least something, but it needs to be a tiny amount. And you understand that making a lot big effort for somebody who's being unfair to you or unkind to you is is a misunderstanding of the value of putting a great effort. In fact, I want to make it really clear. The bully doesn't deserve a strong effort. And if you make a strong effort toward them right now, then you are in, you are saying, I, I want you to keep doing what you're doing. I like your behavior and I want you to keep, keep it up. So by you backing off, and doing the least amount possible by you employing the less is more principle, you are saying to them, you get very little for the behavior you do. And what you're ultimately doing is teaching them through experience that what they do is not okay. And it's not going to work. It's not going to keep their friends around. It's ultimately going to be not very successful for them. And they need that message and you and probably many others are going to have to give it to them before they really understand. So this leads us to the last little bit, which is where you actually do that tiny one thing and stop if they challenge you, just stop and do the same thing again. Okay. So if they, if whatever it is, if you sigh and then they say, oh, you're whatever, you are so stupid or you are so lame or whatever, just sigh again. It's showing, okay, I already did this one tiny response and you didn't understand my message. So I'm just going to do that same tiny response again. I'm not even going to think of a new response. You're not even worth the time to think of another response. I'll just repeat what I already did. You have to show everyone that you have a response to fit the occasion. And in this case, it's a loser. You have to face and you have no time or energy for them. Okay. That's, that's what you want to have come across. Doing less is simple, but it's not always easy. You have to fight the urge to make a strong effort for other people. And you have to also fight the urge to do whatever you decide to do perfectly. Remember, you don't have to do it perfectly. You just need to do something and something very small. And actually worrying about making it perfect or doing the best move 
that's just putting more energy toward them. That's not less is more. You, I mean it. You really want to do almost nothing for them, but you can't do nothing because that is, that's kind of like giving up. Okay. So, um, so like I said, simple isn't always easy, but you can go through with it once and then twice, and then it'll become a habit. And by then you'll be starting to think in this way. You'll be living by the principle that you're, you are going to make a response, but it's going to be, it's going to be almost nothing when you respond to somebody who's being a jerk. And you'll always have more to give to the people who have proven that they're worth your time and your energy and your effort. Okay. So you're going to find people that you want to spend time toward and it's fine to, it's fine to take time to see how they respond to you and see if they're worth your time. It's okay to hold back and not make a huge effort right at first. In fact, people like it when you make them, uh, prove to you that, that they are a worthwhile friend. Um, and you know, you never know, as I, as I always say, you never know the bully could end up being a friend of yours in the end as well. Maybe they're just looking for you to challenge them to be respectful. Like we said, maybe they, they're looking for you to show them those signals of, Hey, what you're doing right now, isn't going to cut it. And you need not, it's not going to cut it with me. If you want to be around me at all, you're going to have to change your attitude. Um, likely you don't want to be their friend, but who knows things can change, especially if you, uh, turn them around with a new message. Okay. So that pretty much covers it. I want you to practice reducing how much you think about them, reducing how much you think you need to be perfect, reduce how much effort you think needs to be made on their behalf and start thinking about how to make the smallest possible communications, nonverbal gestures, tiny, tiny phrases or words that you can use and then looking away and walking away. Okay. And, um, Other than that, have a great week and I will see you next time. Bye.